0: Hello, Podcast Nation. Welcome to the Be Great, Be Kind, Steve Kim Experience podcast. I am super excited because I have my first guest. Yes, I'm that popular that I finally have a guest. Um, But I'm really, really excited because this is someone, this phenomenal human being is someone uh, that uh, I found on Instagram. We started following one another. Just an absolute, phenomenal, genuine human being. So I want to welcome Stefano, who is uh, the owner of Through the lens. Through the lens films, yeah. Yeah, amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, He's blowing up on Instagram. Uh, If you're the only person who is not following him, you better start following him right now. So, uh, Stefano, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about who you are and TTL Films? Yeah. Yeah. So
1: first and foremost, thank you for having me. It's it's a real pleasure. Uh, The Steve Kim (laughs) experience is taking over. Uh, Yeah. You know what? I my humble beginnings is definitely a filmmaker by heart. Yeah. Uh, since literally 11 years old Wow yeah so um, you know it all started from there and then social media took over my my mindset on on video creation as a whole okay so I you know I started uh, in the wedding industry of course doing doing my, my doing my putting in my Duke, Uh and then this wonderful thing called Instagram came and uh, while it was being used as a social platform to connect people like Facebook it started showing signs of business. Mm, yeah. So while I was busy doing content and, and creation of, of work, I started throwing my stuff on Instagram and, and it literally blew up. Love it. Uh, because content has now taken another another name okay. and it's really used heavily in, in the business platform and the marketing. So it started something pretty deep in me. Yeah. And, and then from there, you know, I wanted to present my brand personally because I had a lot to say. Uh, then social media started working itself in there and marketing and, and then, you know, here we are. It's, it's, it's a lot to take in, you know.
0: Yeah, it is. And you know what? Starting from the age of 11 to where you are now, Correct. that progression. Can you tell us maybe, you know, was there one, one or two defining moments where you were just kind of like, you know what? Like, I'm on the right path. Because I find, you know, being a former uh, elementary school teacher, a lot of like students are like, how do you know when you found your passion? Correct. Right, and at that point, if you found your passion, how do you know it's the right thing to go all in on? Right. Correct. I think uh, the world needs a lot more mentors. Okay. Uh,
1: and a mentor is someone that y- it's hard to find, uh, especially mentors that can give you a value. Yeah. Uh, because uh, I, I don't put down school. However, I think if if the teachers start to really create an atmosphere of being a mentor more outside the school, I think a, a lot of children will benefit from that.
0: Bingo right so
1: so when I found my Eureka moment is when I I took my my content through mainstream media okay and at that point I realized that there's something missing in the world
0: yeah
1: and everyone can literally create everything but the fundamental problem is that a mentor can guide you through the process of elimination before you find it out the hard way so I've hit rock bottom Uh, pretty substantially and and I've I've taken my dues and I didn't really have any help Uh, so that's why uh, my mindset is if ever the day quote-unquote that I become successful I'm gonna give back to as many people as I can with at least the knowledge that I have and and I've been presented with such a situation uh, you know I, I know the trials and errors when it comes to hard work and I also know that if it wasn't for my mentor that pushed me to do things that, yeah. that I thought were um, not possible, like they were not possible because of how small I was in the grand scheme of things. But then, you know, when you go to New York City and you own it, well, then you come <laughs> back with a different
0: frame of mind, right? Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about New York City because you were sharing with me just before this podcast tell us a, tell everyone about that because I think that is absolute bananas okay so so
1: clearly like, like
0: this is how Instagram works right. right
1: this is the power of Instagram i um, so so when I was uh, <laughs> at my lowest and I start to progress and I start to work really hard days nights and then here's one thing I'm gonna say before that story 9 to 5 doesn't exist mm. a 9 to 5 is a lazy person's imagination of work when you're an entrepreneur or not an entrepreneur, if you have uh, a passion to go get it, you need to go get it from literally 6 in the morning till 2 a.m. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Other than that, what are you doing with your other free time? If sure. you're watching Netflix, cut that out right now if you want to succeed because you need to put all the attention to when everyone goes to sleep, you're awake and you're yeah. pumping it because that means you're another hour ahead of the rest of the world. Wow. Okay. So so for me, when I was at my lowest, so to speak, and I knew that I had the ability, I went on a whim, Instagram, social media. Here it is, guys. Uh, I went on a whim and I contacted someone that is out of my element in New York City, Manhattan, a very well-respected um, uh, surgeon that does reconstructive of the face, and he also does uh, Botox and fillers. Like this is the mainstream right now is Botox fillers, like it's it's the hot thing right now. And so I said the hell with it, and I reached out to him.
0: Yeah. Very long story
1: short, I mean, I flew out there, we got to talking, and then literally when I flew back, the contract was made, and thanks to Instagram and, and the ability that I had to show him my content yeah. through through the media source, I have now secured almost a four-and-a-half-year
0: contract with him. That is ludicrous. Right,
1: but if I, it could not be accomplished without creative content, and this is why I stress to people so much... Putting filters on your face to show no blemishes does not mean you're going to get a, a million-dollar job. Putting out content to show people that you do not have time to speak, but you can show them. It's like an online portfolio. Yeah. So physical portfolio portfolios don't exist anymore. Business cards. Yeah. If you have a business card and that's what you're using to bring people in. That is absolutely insanity. So if you ask me, if you say to me, Stefano, do you have my business card? I'm going to look at your face and I say, yes, but I'm not giving it to you. (laughs) Because I don't need to. Because this is what happens. I give you my business card that has absolutely nothing on me. You're going to not look at me. You're going to put it in your pocket and it's going to get forgotten behind everything else in life. And you'll never check my Instagram. My Instagram will have everything that you could possibly know about me. You're right. Literally on your own time. So now I don't have to waste anyone's time. If you want to work with me,
0: I'm there. I love it. And that's so, so true. So some of the things you just, I want to just kind of recap is like, it's not overnight success. It's not like, you know what? I decided to hit up Instagram, this super well-known surgeon and be like, hey, you know what? This is who I am. I'm going to come down. Oh, no, 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 Because you went down on your own dime. It's years or so.
1: Right? Before I did that, just so everybody's clear that there is no such thing as a Cinderella story. There was two years of, of blood, sweat and tears that went into it. So you've been at it for how long now?
0: I've uh, been full-time real estate ten, 10 weeks now. 10 weeks. So, <laughs> 10 weeks obviously you're a different kind of story but in those
1: 10 weeks I've seen you do more than most people do in a year. I mean, you're just pumping at every avenue and doing it and and I'm not going to say that you're going to succeed and I'm not going to say that you're going to fail. Mm-hmm. But I am going to say that if there's one thing that you're killing it on is that creativity. Yeah. So, creativity is what got me to the level I am on now and if you follow my content on ATTL Film, shameless plug.
0: No, you need to follow. Please follow him. Th-
1: there's there's things like, for example, and, and this is how the world works. Back in the day before social media came, there's no way you can even think of seeing speaking to a CEO of any business. Yeah. So I recently did a video, an Advil, dissolving in water, and <laughs> I left my camera there running for two hours, and I created in obviously in a. In a in a setup situation where it does, it looks appealing to watch. And I've never watched an Advil dissolve. I wanted to see how it works in your stomach. So I, I created this video, it's no more than 20 seconds, and I tagged Advil, and I messaged Advil. So here's what I'm gonna tell you, my friends. Advil Canada contacted me, and they said, incredible video, can we promote it? Get out of now, here! let me tell you the chain of reaction. Let me tell you what happens with these big businesses owners CEOs that are very afraid to be in the limelight because they like to be hidden yeah have a marketing department they're very close with the marketing department so whatever happens in the marketing department you'll get to the CEO this is where people are very frustrated and how can I reach the top dog at this business and I'm like why are you worrying about the top dog top dogs don't run the business anymore Mm-mm. top dogs sign the paychecks the real people who make it happen in any business now are the managers and directors you need to tap into the PR department and yeah. the marketing directors. And those are the people that are always watching yeah, social media. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, for example, I contacted, I went to the Grand Bahia in Jamaica yeah. on a vacation. Did you see that video? No, I didn't okay. see it. I, I brought a GoPro for a vacation. Oh, this love is it. what I did. I, you
0: shouldn't watch this video. you got to watch this video. So, <laughs> no, I, so I'm too busy creating content. I'm just <laughs> <I, laughs> yes, That's good. Though. So,
1: I jumped in the, so this is what I did. I jumped in the pool. And I popped my head back up, and I'm like, man, this is a wicked view. I'm like, "Why i at looking at Palm Train, I'm like, wait a minute. I jumped in the pool with my GoPro. And when I came back up, I'm like, I wonder how wicked it would be if I did the same thing in the ocean. So what oh. I did was I created a video where I jumped in the pool. When I came back up, same motion, I was in the ocean.
0: Oh, man. And then
1: I did the exact same thing. I came back up in the pool. So I said, this is on. It got some serious trend. So I got on the homepage, the homepage trending for two hours. No I was on way. the homepage trending. The Grand Bahia contacted me because I sent it to them. Yeah. And the marketing director said to me, we love this. Can we post it? And I'm like, great. You know what? I would love to create content with you. They put it directly to the director of the Grand Bahia in Jamaica. And they're now, if all works out well, they're going to fly me out for one week to film for one week. <laughs> all expensive pay.
0: Can I come?
1: <laughs> you know what? Be, be, be kind. Be So this I, is, no, but the, what I'm saying oh is this I is how, that. this is how, um, not easy, but easy it is. Yeah. Because of my content is very lucrative. My content isn't someone like a, a vloggers are, are important to the to creativity of reality, but they are not going to get that job. Yeah. So what you need to do, and this is like literally for everyone, <clears throat> when you promote something, promote it with the ambition to get more work from that person. Mm. So if, you're, if you do cosmetics and you're, you work at Sephora...
0: Yeah. You better be tagging the hell out of them. I've seen those videos. (laughs) So, I mean, this is the hot trends now. You're right. You're right. But, and and with the power of social media, it's become easier, but it's also become more difficult at the same weight. More easier than what you had said. You know, it's just easier for me to find the the right people, Mm -hmm. but it's also harder because there's so much noise, right? But I want to just back up a little bit because if you're okay to share, you had mentioned, you know, you hit rock bottom. Absolutely, and I think that is where where you became successful. Humble. Humbled, I humbled Humble. by the world, but it's not so simple as like picking up my phone, creating an Instagram account, and just start starting to post. It's the intent behind all of that because Correct. of what you what had happened to you before, and you kept pushing, 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 and now you're hitting it. Correct, right? But there's so many bigger things that you're gonna hit as well. Correct. So. If you're if you're comfortable, yeah, I don't know. Like I know some people are just they no, they don't no, like because that's um, reality. Yeah. So sometimes um because when, it's the polished stuff we talked about, right. like Instagram, Facebook, like Correct. you know blemishes. No, that's so, so. So here's the thing: people like Justin Bieber, they should have no problems
1: in the world. But he, I'm sure of it. He suffers from crazy depression. Yeah. Because of the you're very shunned up from the world. So in my case, um, when you believe too much in yourself mm-hmm. to the point where it becomes to a very unstable, unrealistic way, mm. your own self-existence starts to dis- dissipate and okay. you, you lose track of reality. Yeah. So the reality is that you have to stay with your two feet on the ground yeah. and your head leveled on your neck. I That's love, the way that. because it's very easy in the world of social media to get lost in tra- in translation. Yeah. So for me, when I hit rock bottom is um, I couldn't keep up with the expenses that I thought I could. okay, I couldn't keep up with the um, over amount of clients. Now, a lot of people say, you're very lucky, you had a lot of clients. Here's the problem. If you have 10 clients, but you are not physically capable of dealing with 10 clients, mm-hmm. what's going to happen? Your name is going to get tarnished. You're going to get slammed into the ground because now all of a sudden you can't keep up to your other end of the bargain. So you're going to lose clients. And then because you're so frustrated, you go into a bit of depression. Then you go into stress and anxiety because how am I going to pay my bills? One after the other It starts going worse and worse. I am going to tell you that there is no way out of a a landslide because if you're going down, you're going down. Yeah. A lot of people say, oh, but if you catch yourself in time, you won't hit rock bottom. No, 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 no. You'll hit rock bottom every time. There is no ends after you can't you can't say that I'm not gonna hit rock bottom. You are gonna hit rock bottom. Yeah. It all depends on how hard you hit. Mm. So there's a couple of people that they're grabbing on for dear life and they just gently hit it. Yeah. Then there's a couple of people like me where you hit it as hard as you possibly can. Yeah. Where now you've affected your family. Yeah. You've affected your friends. You lose friends. Uh you lose sleep. You lose respect. Yeah. And now all of a sudden your brand is tarnished. Forever, Yeah. And this is what happened to me. Yeah. So now you contemplate and you go into a very big bout of depression and you figure out, am I going to curl up and die? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to start to recalibrate myself and, and reprogram myself? I love that. Okay. Because, that. because sometimes <clears throat> you're infected with a virus and the virus is called social negativity. Mm. And it hurts your self-esteem, but it also hurts your wallet and it hurts you being able to get up and say, I'm gonna do it today, you just don't have it in you. Yeah. I mean, if you hit rock bottom, the problem is it's easier to get down there, it's harder to get out of there. It's like a hole. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's all. But it you're gives right. you goosebumps yeah. because if people are afraid of being claustrophobic, yeah. there's nothing more worse than hitting rock bottom and not knowing how to get out of it. Yeah. And and if you hit rock bottom, which I did with lots of debt, yeah, oh man. I mean, I mean, debt will cripple you. Yeah. Because you can lose 10,000, you can lose a million, but it takes forever to gain $10. Yeah.
0: Okay. So so with so that true. impact,
1: this is what I did. And and it's no word of a <clears> lie and I, I put this on the life of my family. I literally did not sleep for 3 years and I worked as absolutely hard as I could. I did free work. Okay? A award-winning filmmaker. My my name was 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 there. Yeah. And I did free work. I did Weddings that I normally would never do, sometimes at, at hundreds of dollars, not thousands of dollars, and so I did what it took, Monday to Sunday, holidays, birthdays, and I did this for three years. So anyone that thinks it's a Cinderella story that all of a sudden I got lucky with that one job, I put it like I say, macaroni and cheese for three years. That's that's the kind of smash I did on the floor, and and I love this because if I didn't have this chain of events that have happened I was very delusional
0: yeah
1: I mean you can get really wrapped up especially in the social media world of this delusion that you are the best yeah you're the best (laughs) real estate agent why because you just know you're the best yeah but do you have anything to prove no I'm just the best yeah there is no answer you can give yourself except I'm the best But I'm the best doesn't bring you to the status of I'm the best because you're gloating and you're now becoming much bigger than what you really are. So if I'm someone that can tell you that I've worked in Miami, I've worked in New York, I've worked in Ohio, I've spanned the world, it's not because I'm lucky. And this is what I dislike about people. They say you're so lucky.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> we were just talking about this. <laughs>
1: luck is if you were born into a family of, million, of billionaires. Yeah. Luck is if you never have to work a day in your life because mom and dad have given you inheritance money. Luck is if your father or mother have established a business that you can now go there and just run what they've already built. That's luck. Yeah. Luck <laughs> is when you hit the bottom and you figure out a way without anyone's help to get out of that hole.
0: I would almost go one step further, Stefano, to be, and maybe this is a weird way of looking at it, is everything that you went through is true, and probably not at the time you weren't thinking thinking that, but that's truly lucky, because look at where you are now. You hit as hard as you could rock bottom, and now you're just on the crazy incline. Right. You have offices. But here's the problem. <laughs> but here's the problem. Here's the problem when, when you get,
1: see, this is why you always got to stay grounded. Mm. Like I told you off air. No matter how much success you have, whether it be you made $10 more than you thought or Mm. you made a million dollars more than you thought, you always have to catch yourself. Mm. You can never think, man, did I ever make it now. Let me tell you something. Being here on your podcast, it doesn't mean that I made it. It means that you and I have a common trait, that we have the ambition to succeed through the gracious of our own ability to be nice to people okay so be great be kind will only work if you truly believe it will yes and that's the thing I think people still haven't gotten to because I know people and when I say I know people I know people that don't need social media but they're there yeah that they've made it yeah but they don't drive in their Ferrari <laughs> they got their their pickup that but they'll have more money than you and I'll ever have yeah. on, on the face plan but they're very humble yeah and they have a lot of humility in the way they do things if and I know you far follow Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah, yeah. Gary Vaynerchuk is the epitome of of being humble yeah. and having a lot of humility. Yeah. But when it comes to people on our levels, okay, mm. because you and I are the same. There's yeah. absolutely no difference. Whether I travel to New York and you never have there's no difference. And and the reason why I say this is because you and I have one common goal, and that's to give people the best that we can do yeah. on a daily basis.
0: Can and and based on that, because on your Instagram on your on your page, I've seen you you go into on your own time, because you're so you're you're just a humble person. You on your own time go in and you give back to to students. You show them your craft. You try to instill in them a passion. Maybe and the thing the beauty of it is like they would probably never get that experience if it wasn't for you giving your own free time. And like we talked about before the podcast started, time. Is very Absolutely. valuable, right?
1: So here's the thing. You're a te- you were a teacher for how many years? Almost
0: 16 years. Doing kindergarten? Uh, grade eight. Great. Grade eight. Yeah, man. I did kindergarten for a little bit. It's uh, it's, it's not, wild. you did grade eight. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So
1: so here, then you'll understand perfectly what I'm about to say. I never. Dismiss or degrade teachers yeah. because they all—they're all a part of the curriculum of the world. Mm-hmm. I don't say the curriculum of the, of the education; it's just of the world because teachers are a fundamental piece. Mm. Whether it be guidance counselors, grade eight, kindergarten—it's they all play a piece in huge, your life.
0: Huge, huge, huge.
1: Here's the one thing that I think most teachers are not getting: mm-hmm. when you step out into the real world, everything that you're teaching, especially the school system the way it is, they're one year behind. The world is working so quick that everything that the teachers teach somehow falls m- months or years behind.
0: I think you're being too gracious. I don't think we're a year behind. I think we're uh, a generation behind.
1: Yes, right? And, 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 Correct.
0: and it's not that I, I say that because I'm not teaching anymore, but it's so true. Like I look at like, things that I taught back in like December. No one, none of those kids are going to use it in five Correct. years time. It's going to be outdated. Correct. But we're still teaching to the old way of how we learn. Like if you got kids, I have kids, so I looked at like a grade one textbook and I was like, I did this when I was in grade one. Correct. That is wild. So, so here's
1: my thing. Um, Pluto is now not a planet.
0: This <laughs> is off topic, but it's very
1: it's relevant. <laughs> They don't have any any access to <clears throat> astrophysicists. They don't. Mm-hmm. So what they should be doing, and this applies to all. So they've they've. So just jumping jumping back. No, Pluto no. is not a planet anymore, and it's been scientifically proven. Mm-hmm. This also applies to everything else in life. Why don't school systems teach finance to better educate them on on the income which they're gonna need because they can't. The our generation, mm-hmm. our generation will. Be all right, mm-hmm. but the millennials mm-hmm. are gonna have a very difficult time buying a home, mm-hmm. a really yeah, really big time buying a home. They can't, it, yeah, no, banks don't even give them any good gracious, especially with the stress test that yeah. they had, which I believe they're taking it out now. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know, yeah, I don't. Know. Uh, <laughs> and then the most important thing that they do not teach is they do not teach social media. Social oh, media is literally the gateway, like TV broadcasting that they still do at Humber College, <laughs> which when I, when I taught at Guelph, I blast them and said, what are you guys talking about? Yeah. Like literally, I'm in the field and I'm telling you what you're teaching them is not relevant yes. at all. Yeah. They're going to get slaughtered by people like me because then when they graduate, they're going to be looking at their competition. They're looking right at it. And I won't give them a chance to breathe because I know what it's like to be in their position.
0: I'm going to share my experiences if sure. I can of Teachers College sure. because it just mirrors exactly what you had said. Mm-hmm. There is not one thing I learned in Teachers College that have helped me to become a better teacher. Whoa. It was being in the field and I would say 98% of teachers who came into Teachers College, they would absolutely attest to the same thing. We only wow. got the experience in our practicum, which is like real life, you got to be in a class and they just throw time's you on. in and you got to just do yeah, it, right? Sink or float, right? Sure. Um, so what do we do then? Like, what do we do? It's like, the easiest solution. We, you cannot change a system, education. I can't yeah, change the education system, so that's but what our kids to... are growing up in it. Incorrect. I, cr- I, okay. I believe
1: that you're, you're trying to get to the right answer, yeah. but I'll tell you what the right answer is. The educational system that the government has put into place is going to be there forever, and it's incorrect. Mm. So what the teachers need to do, and and if they truly love what they do, is they need to put their own spin on things when they do their own lessons. Mm -hmm. And the number one lesson that I would recommend every teacher do is bring in influencers. Bring in people that work on the field, but don't bring in people that have learned the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Bring in people that are fresh and new, and the best way to find those people is to search on social media and to find these people. So when I got asked the very first time by a good friend of mine, that we went to elementary and high school together, when I was done teaching his class, him along with all their students, they had their mouth open for like yeah. an hour. Yeah. And I'm like, welcome to the real world. It just slapped you in the head.
0: I wish, That's I wish it. I brought you in like a few months ago. I, I, so, but, I,
1: so this is the thing. Grade eight is still, um, it's they're very young. In the sense where they they may know what they might want to do. Yeah. But the critical age is when we get into grade 11, grade mm. 12. Yeah. And then the problem is that most of the kids, they don't even know what they want to do that they want to take a year off. Yeah. and I, I Bingo. Bingo. But, but the problem is that then they have parents of the older generation, they don't understand the, the taking time off. So they make them rush into something that they're spending their money on. So they already started in bad debt.
0: Yeah.
1: What they should... What parents lack... And I mean this with all um, sincerity. Yeah, is they don't allow their their kids now to start to influence their own lives because they're trying to tell them that if you go to school and you and you become a doctor, you're on the right path. And yes, you will. <laughs> but but here's the immigrant immigrant
0: parents though, right? That's immigrant parents. It's
1: immigrant. It's it's parents who. <clears throat> want better for their kids but they don't realize what the world is
0: about to give them their
1: their parents they think that they're safe with an education but let me tell you something most of the people that I've hired don't even have an education and they're incredibly talented so I I went to Humber College and I studied radio uh, TV broadcasting (laughs) and I went to multimedia studies and I did graphic design and all three I was on a roll
0: wow all three yeah
1: absolute BS and you know how I learned mentor and I read a lot of books and I was on YouTube a lot and if you people really want to know trial and error trial and error is you go to someone in your respected field and you tell them I will work for nothing yes please teach me and I will be here that and that's it School now though they teach them <coughs> when you graduate with a diploma you should be asking for this much money yeah. and so on and so forth and I got students like that knocking on my door and I said you can turn yourself around yeah. because you're not getting paid nothing
0: yeah I love that right like instilling in them hard work and if I can speak to that I I'd like every single year the first day of grade, like as of the school year I would tell all my grade 8s I mean like. I would be absolutely shocked if you remembered any single one of my academic lessons when you get older. 100%. If you do, I'm going to punch you in your face. Because what <laughs> means you, you're not evolving. I'm like, because what you need to actually get out of this year, is number one, be a good person. Yes. Okay. Number two, learn to problem solve. That's it. 100%. I'm like, if you can truly understand that right now, you'll just be much better off. Because like you said, yeah. it's evolving. Anything that I teach them academically, first of all, they can just find online. And they probably the person online is teaching it better, definitely, 100%. right? But where I knew that I was really good at is is the connection. Just like like I feel like with you, like having those kids talk to you, knocking definitely. on your door. Definitely. It's that connection, right? Because they're buying, they're buying into you, right? And I think that's tremendous, right? And that's deeply rooted in humility. So I think we have a very similar outlooks in education. Definitely. Because teachers, points. there's absolutely a role for teachers in that 100%. mentorship c- capacity. Uh,
1: however, they have to know exactly where they stand in the grand scheme of things. The, in the circle of life, in it, when it comes to education, some teachers have to remember that they can only do as much as they feel is necessary. Mm. Some teachers, they, they try to bestow more information that they're not aware of. Mm. And that's when you should bring in someone like... like me yeah so so I bring in so much realness that my first words when I step into a class and say last year on Instagram you can make this uh, I made this much yeah And, and immediately they're not snickering but they already got caught off guard because I gave them an outrageous number yeah and then I show them how yeah. And then all of a sudden, they're a lot more glued because I showed them what can be. So, see, the thing is, the way I teach, mm-hmm. the way I, I try to educate people through my motivational speaking on a daily basis on Instagram. Which is amazing. Got to go Thank check you. that out. Thank you. I, um, I try to do on a daily basis that when you speak in the sense of thinking things out rationally, yeah, you start to gain a certain aspect of, all right, wait a minute. So, if I work at Sephora and I've always wanted to do makeup how can I make me working for someone else to me working on my own mm. and I always tell them I said listen to me stay with Sephora I literally just had a meeting this morning stay with Sephora when you're done working at Sephora 9 10 11 o'clock whenever you're done yeah you go home you put in everything that you learned there yeah and you put it into your own craft and I you promote it. and that means that you now have your set income yeah You're gaining experience, every product. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, you're saying, man, when I'm ready to go, I'm going to kill it.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Please stay tuned for part two next week. As always, be great, be kind, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye.